offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. If you don't win, you don't pay. All you have to do is download the app, snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer, and you won't pay for the ticket. Enter code AWESOME to get a nice discount. Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Go check us out on Patreon and please become a patron of our podcast. It helps us out a lot and you get some cool stuff in return. We give you a weekly podcast, which we title Experts in Automotive Opinion. I think we've done 60 of those so far, something like that. We also give you exclusive Patreon-only stickers, and we'll send you a sticker pack right when you join. We give discounts and early access to certain events we do, like Camping While Awesome, and we give you first crack at our rallies. So, for example, the next rally is going to be announced here very shortly, and it'll go up for sale very soon, and Patreon members will get first crack at getting on the rally, basically. So, we'll have it open for... 48 hours or so and you guys will get first crack and then it'll be open to the public and uh, the last really sold out in 24 hours so please check it out and join us on patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome thank you guys driving while awesome podcast radio hour (laughs) yo do you guys know what a fluffer is GTO Mellow Grinds Oh, I got a PT Cruiser It's a convertible, it's really cool Oh, this smells of crayons for you <laughs> Hey, YOLO You only have one life Do you have coilovers? No, Hi. beat it Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed up <laughs> Welcome to Driving While Awesome My name is Warren My name is Brian I'm Lane I'm Art you're, you're James, dude. <laughs> he said James last time, man. James. Changing it up, you know. Art is recording remotely. So we from... just had a mishap and we lost, lost two five. minutes probably. Not even. Yeah, two no, minutes ago. Like 30 seconds, seconds of gold. Yeah. It's a good thing my eagle eyes spotted that. That's true. Yeah, You could have been way deep. Yeah, yeah, fucking eagle eyes over here. Damn, eagle eyes. I never knew you for that. It's really not me. I know. More uh, double vision. Double, double. I wish I could make the sound of an eagle like that. You know, because no, it's, it's like you want to say Whoa. like eagle eyes and then make that like uh, like bald eagle sound, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's funny that that happened because that's one of those things I would catch right away if I actually had headphones on it. Oh, you don't. Tonight. But because I don't have headphones on the recording, I didn't yeah. catch it. And so what you want to so, say is thanks, Art. Yeah, thanks, Art. <laughs> <laughs> Although so what we that did means only lose is, 30 seconds. That so, means that you need here. a backup engineer with headphones too. Uh, so like Wham could rock headphones or Brian can. No, because he has to stuff. listen to you too, idiot. Oh, oh, that's right. Splitter. That's right. Here two you need, we need a sound engineer is what you're saying then. Uh, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Live. So Art is recording remotely. And we are. We this that. is a Thursday edition. Um. Yeah. Two weeks gone. Art's uses MIA. Yeah, he's got good excuses at least. Yeah, I think that that you guys smell. Is that basically it? How dare you? Yeah. yeah. What do you think? A room full of beef jerky is gonna smell? He just doesn't want to starve because every time he comes here, he doesn't eat. Dude, that's true. I love how you just yeah, just bring some food. Yeah. Just eat, bro. Bring just food. Buy a Snickers on the way, or just order a pizza. Buy a little fast food on the way. Nah, that's crazy, man. Why would I do such a thing? I know. You got to wait till late night. That's man, right, if dude. Rick, if Rick was here, he'd shit his pants. He would shit a brick. <laughs> Guy eats dinner at 4 o'clock. Sorry. Supper. Uh, sorry. Sorry, five, supper. Benny Hanna at 5 p.m. <laughs> or do you have um, any weird, weird rules about uh, buying food and like bringing it over in the car? Would you Not ever really, eat, actually. Would you ever eat on the way? He eats I have. on the way out. I've I've eaten on the time. way down, yeah, uh, occasionally. But like once, like while you're driving, he eats yeah. on the way out when he's driving. Jack and walks every time, right, bro? That's the only thing that's open. I, like, bro, yeah, well, well, I, like, I got bro, the go-to. Bro, uh, bro. The, the, I got Vallartas, right? But if it's closed, uh, okay. then I got to do Jack in the crack. 
How do you eat Vallarta's with driving gloves, though? You don't. You eat it That's right true. there, and you have a uh, after podcast meeting with Warren and discuss our personal lives. <laughs> and we have late night nachos that you should not be eating. Yeah, that's what's happening. This is true. All right, Thursday edition question time. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I think so, yes. man. Okay. Walter Michael Wood says, "I kind of want a Lotus Evora. Uh, 2011 is around forty to fifty thousand dollars. What do y'all think? I think that's I've probably ne- the first year, right? I've never liked that the look of the Evora. I really like the look. Really, you really do like I it. I do. I don't really like the look either." I think it's kind of a it's alluring, but it's then the, the modern Europa and it's cool. No, not even. Jesus. <laughs> but then you see the forty to fifty k, and then you gotta think like, I would never pull the trigger because you could buy like the same year nine eleven for the same right. price, right. and it's way more car. Yeah. Well, also we know what it takes to fix a fucking brake master cylinder yeah. on one, and, and like, who's gonna weird. work clutch, on it? Clutch master, yeah. Uh, uh, clutch master, is it? Uh, uh, so. I, I just want to. I just want to throw in a little yeah, bit of background on this. Uh, I'm I'm sure we'll talk. We'll go over this on our Sunday edition. But I went to Berkeley Cars and Coffee, and there was a Lotus Evora there, and uh, and he thought they were two hundred thousand dollars and or what? something crazy. And so um and basically because his oh his wife, Wal- Walter thought they were. Yeah, so his wife really liked one, and the one the one that was there with the John Player Special kind yeah, of livery, yeah. and uh, and she's like, I want that, and he's like, Well, we're gonna have to sell our house to buy that, and I'm like, No, you can get like that one, which was like a nice S, it was like a supercharged one. I'm like, You can get something like that, and it was a newer one for like sixty five, seventy grand, you know, and like he's like, Oh, really? So I, now I'm seeing this whole thing like unfold, where like now he went and researched it. <laughs> That's pretty funny, and now he's That's like, That's interesting. But uh, I um I I totally get the uh kind of the um the desire to own one i i i, I haven't driven one personally but everyone They're that supposed i know to drive great they drive and they ride really well right everyone talks about the ride better like than the, a cayman yep but um what, better than a cayman yep according to our friends Alex. at Sharkworks who have owned oh yeah I, both. I, I, they're supposed to be like mclaren level like they're really really like buttery i don't know how to <laughs> describe it but uh yeah, solid uh, chassis, really good motor, as far as reliability goes. Um, but difficult packaging, and I, they're pretty basic inside. Like a super basic. Nine eleven's a much higher trim level. Yeah, very so, basic. But you'll be the only guy in an Avora, and they're light. They're you'll really be, light. They're the under only, three thousand pounds. Like on our rally, we've never had an Avora. We've nope. had a fucking nine thousand nine elevens. Yeah. But and you can there's get a reason for that. <laughs> yeah. They don't make it automatic, do they? Yeah, they do. Oh, shit. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Is it a good automatic? I think it's decent from all the reviews I remember reading, but uh, I think they're pretty common, actually, with the automatic. Really? Yeah. God, I can't even picture what that looks like, like the lever. Yeah, I don't know, actually. Hmm. It's like a B&M sport shifter. But the weird thing is it's not a Toyota automatic, I remember. I was going to say, I hope it's not. Else. Uh... I forget who makes the automatic. Yeah, it's it's definitely a cool car, but I think that that price kind of like it it opens a lot of other windows, you know. Yeah, like, like any like a n- good nine nine seven a point two stoked. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean that's like a pretty great car all around. Yeah, right. I guess you're, you're buying into the a little more sense of occasion, right? Like it's like the exclusivity. What it lo- yeah, and exclusivity. It's like yeah, part you're of not the deal. mistaking you're not mistaking a nine nine seven point two for a two hundred thousand dollar car. Exactly. You're also not mistaking that for a two thousand hundred thousand dollar car. <laughs> They're Some weird enough that they're you know, pretty exotic looking. Really? And the, yeah. the badge Lotus. They're I mean, very you just don't rare. see it, Lotus right? is, Lotuses are like not that expensive of cars. Like, but historically, you're, you're an expert in automotive opinion, and some people aren't. Okay, it's I just don't. I never think of a Lotus as being like a high end car. It's like a well, Lotus I mean, is always a step below. I like guarantee a, you, ask nine eleven. Ask a hundred people, and they'll think that that car is worth way more than the nine eleven. Interesting, because I think the I think it's kind of a I don't think it's a great looking car either. Like, I think it's a little weird proportions, and uh, I think all the lines are in the actual gaps rather than like it doesn't have very flowing, beautiful mm-hmm. lines in my opinion. It's uh, it's all. It's a rad little package. It's very exotic looking for. I think I agree. It it looks like a little mini MP412C or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, doesn't. Not really, but okay. 
I agree. It's, it's got the scoops. Engine. It's got the the really front uh, heavy windshield. Like it's yeah, it's made of cab yeah. forward. Yeah, 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 yeah. Little wing. Motor repair is an interesting question. <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna answer this really, but it says you can have any manual car, unlimited budget, but you can't drive it further than one mile from your house. So McLaren F1 is it really worth having a McLaren F1 if you can't drive it more than a mile? Or you can have any full automatic, no dual clutch car, unlimited budget, but you have to use it to drive Uber three days a week. The choice is yours. Um, trying to think if it's worth having anything that you can't drive more than a mile from your house, like five miles, you can maybe like. For me, that would be rad because I have a I have fun roads right behind my house. You could like could shoot make a little, right up and back. And I can make a well, little lap. Well, no, loop. I thought it was a radius. I thought it was like one mile radius. So if you have really rad roads mm-hmm. within a one mile radius, like you're stoked. Right? Oh, like as a crow flies? Yeah, within a mile. Yeah, exactly. You can't drive it further it is a than, radius. You can't drive it further than one mile. Yeah. No, no, no. no. I thought I thought I you can drive it no, one mile from one your mile house, radius. so it's a radius yeah. of your house. So yeah. wherever you are, it's one mile in every direction. But who has anything within a mile of your house? Like that's a mile is nothing, dude. Right. A mile is very short. A mile is what, four blocks? Five yeah. blocks? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not very, getting very far. Very short. I, I have Twin Peaks, but I mean, it, it wouldn't be worth it. Like, there's, okay. it's too much traffic. It's like, you know, you can't even get yeah. up to the top. The no, only way you can have fun in that range is if having a full blown dragster. <laughs> <laughs> Quarter mile at a time. And, you know, so there you go. Actually, top you know, fuel. But how about then, where, where, where Brian lived before? I mean, he's got a, within a mile radius, he's got some awesome roads. <laughs> like, I mean, so that would work up there. And, up and down Glen Canyon. Yeah, and I that can would almost be make it to Glen Canyon for my house, but I don't think it's it's tough. Almost two Glen Canyon. Yeah, <laughs> and then you'd have to stop and yeah, turn around, yeah. and go back. Sorry, um, drag, dragsters wouldn't be good on that road, anyways. So then the other option is you buy an automatic car for unlimited budget, whatever that means. I don't Dude, really know. Absolutely that right. Option. But then yeah. three days a week you're Ubering. See, I mean, but I wouldn't even want an Uber, so I'd element. just like pick not having the exotic car, that car either. You could just be a super lazy Uber driver too. That's what true. You don't like answer. I don't want to take any. Yeah. <laughs> My hours are very sure. three days a week. But I'll then what it. car are you Ubering people in that you also want to And no have semi-automatics. Do they make a or no, McLaren no. F1 automatic? No. Okay, cross that one off the list. And I, I don't know enough about automatics uh, to understand like dual which clutch? ones are dual clutch. Well, and which name ones a car, are. I'll tell you. Oh, good. Yeah, and um, also, I mean, and I mean, the ZF8 speed is such a great transmission. Like, you can get away with that in a lot of automatics. Right? So, which I read ZF8 about it? speed in. Yeah. What's what's that in? In a lot of things, Jaguars and all the like, some of the Chevys. What is so? What's uh, the best car that does have it? What's the next step down below McLaren F1 that has an automatic? Below <laughs> McLaren F1. <laughs> That's, a, good, that's no, a weird question. That's a perfect question. Because yeah, you're that's where you want to be. Well, so I mean, unlimited budget. You get below all that stuff. And what what was a cool car that only came in an auto? So well, no, it didn't only have to come in an auto. You just have to pick the auto. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but I, it can't be a sports car that uses a dual clutch. So I mean, I'm thinking of all these other cars like you know, an Enzo only came with an F1 transmission, yeah, that's but a dual, that's clutch, dual clutch. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, PDK. Or you, could you go? Could you say like a Lamborghini Mercy Auto because it's a single clutch? Oh, <laughs> what about the Aston Autos? Yeah, those are. Uh, like no, weird... that's an automated manual. What? Hey, uh, there's there's one that I mean that Brian absolutely loves already. I mean he, the the Quadrifolios, the new Quadrifolios have a ZF8 speed. Yeah, it's a ZF. Yeah. Well, what about an uh, Alpine A110? Oh, yeah. good question. Oh, that might too. I That's don't know. a dual yeah. clutch. Oh, oh yeah, I think it is a dual I, clutch. You're right. I don't yeah. know. Um, I would yeah, go like, with... I'm, I'm down with a quadrifolio, but I just feel... And which would be great for Uber too, but I just feel like there's probably an even better choice, right? SLR McLaren, is that dual clutch? That might... Ooh. That might be an automatic. That might be, right? Yeah. Because it looks like a regular Mercedes. I don't think that's a... I think that's an automatic. Auto. I don't think... They had dual clutch yet. Wait, for, you can. For, Uber, wait, I thought uh, Ubers have to have four doors. Uh, I think I think you're right. We can. We can. I mean, if that's the uh, case, then I'm going with something totally insane. You can get like, the dead mouse pass or whatever, right? <laughs> Remember he he did it in his McLaren or something. Nah, that's, that's too much of a loophole. I think we should stick uh, to the Uber yeah. rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it has to be newer too. It can't be old. Right. It can't it be can't, like McLaren yeah. F1 age either. Right. right. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, like, uh, I less than 100,000 miles. S65. I think, um, a lot of the modern Aston Martins also have ZF8 <laughs> speeds, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and all the, yeah. I mean, so all, most, almost all BMWs do. Like, but I've, I've, that's and that's the where Jags, I've uh, Yeah, S65 AMG. What about uh, Dodge Viper GTS? What? They don't make Ma- an, maximum they, edition. What? They never make an automatic? Dodge Viper? No. Yeah, dude. No, they didn't. No for way. sure. No, they did not. <laughs> for sure. Are you no kidding me? They didn't even have traction control, dude. That was their whole thing. It was like, they're autos. That surprised me. <laughs> and it's also not a four-door. We're getting to that point. Damn it. That kills Corvettes, too. It's also a cheap, like the one you're thinking about is too old for Uber as well. Or whatever the modern version of they didn't it was. make an auto, but I I figured they did this whole time. Uh, Yeti Overland says, "Does Warren need to go to Brian Rehab for his hashtag Shitty Max Sheet Metal Screw Endeavor, or should Warren embrace it?" I think it's good for Warren. It's totally fine. I think it's confined to that vehicle, so I think it, it's yeah. fine. You know where I stand. I was happy to see him coming to the dark yeah, side. You were. <laughs> Which is a terrible feeling for me. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Hey, Brian agrees with you. It's like when Lena <laughs> it's like when Lane agrees with Brad or or <laughs> yeah. Brian actually. <laughs> really good to put his nose in it. Uh, SF Production Gabe says paint color most forgiving for dirtbag owners. Resprayed panels, infrequent washings, dents, and chips should be considered. Uh pewter, like all of my cars, I'm gonna say. Yeah. Silver's a good one too. I was trying to think of like about a, brown. I think like uh, I feel like I'm trying to think of a car that looks really good in with patina. So like um, I think a Bahama yellow yeah. looks really good. Yes. Kind of tattered, you know, mm-hmm. like a little bit beat up and Why stuff. Is that? I don't know. But there's those certain cars mm, where like totally. they don't look beat, they just look it looks good when they have wear. Well used. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's uh the other one that works really well that way is uh, British Racing Green. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was thinking something single that, stage stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I said silver. I said silver because I I thought that hides dirt well, you know. But um, so yeah. it's, you could just dirt bag it for as long as you can before washing it. Or dude, but, my uh, silver car looks like shit right now because you haven't washed it in years. Yeah, I think silver. But and when you wash silver, you're like, wow, it really did look like shit. Yeah, but you kind of can't tell it looked like shit. When I you don't know. I it. always thought that uh, when with my previous uh, E36 M3. I felt like when I washed it, it like didn't really pop that much. Like you wash mm-hmm. it, and it's not that big of a difference. Yeah, yeah. I don't but know. Like that's a white, and that's wider probably be, be, and that that kind of goes towards that. that, that right. That, yeah. That it never really looks that bad. Right. But it also never looks that great. Right. I found a really good touchless car wash at a Chevron uh, in Santa Cruz that uh, was pretty awesome. Like really? Four dollars more on top of your Philip. Where's this? In Aptos. Hmm. And it. Did you a said very, Santa Cruz and I was lured and now you said Aptos. Well, and that's Ap- an Santa Cruz ha- County. An I'm sorry, Lane. Not everyone listening knows where Aptos is, so I was trying to be a little more broad. But um, an hour commute. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 30 minutes each way at least. Anyways, uh, I was just suggesting maybe in your where you work, there might be some option like that where you could do your gas and washing in one mm. fell swoop. Mm-hmm. Pretty cheap. <laughs> Anyways. I should do that. There's a guy with an RS4 dude coming out of the wash when I was there and I was like, oh, I think touchless is, oh yeah, I wouldn't use it unless it was. I'm like, oh, okay. And I used it on my car. My car was pretty dirty. It came out. Oh, I guarantee good. they have them in Los Gatos too. Huh. They might. Interesting. Um, so, dude, I asked Kevin after, after he detailed my car, you know, like a couple of days, I was like, man, what do I do? You know, I got a little thing on here. What do I do to keep it clean? And he's like, just like, don't let any kids in your car and like no food or something. Ha ha. And then that was it. That's all he told me. Well, he what wants you to pay more money. <laughs> <laughs> Got to pay up. Yeah. Pay to play. Because he yeah. does the whole thing like, you know, you're not spraying it with a hose and everything, right? And so it's like uh, keeping it maintained, I'm just a little confused. I've, we've actually had this. I've said this very same thing on this podcast, I think, a couple times before. Just carry a thing of the wireless car wash in your car. Like a spray thing of it, yeah, and yeah, just wipe I have like rags, every quick few detail, days. right? Like or yeah, like spray detail, detail stuff. Or, no, yeah. like an actual wash, waterless car wash. I sh- I should, or I should at least have it at my house. Wait, Kevin's yeah, gone he- waterless. Yeah, yeah. That's what he usually does for all us. So yeah. yeah, he hasn't done water for a long time. 
Yeah, uh, when he comes down, he's just like no hose involved. You yeah, see, so you, you just have the waterless car wash and, like, and a quick detailer, detailer in your car. And what's a quick detailer? The it's spray? a spray as well. But so a waterless is just a spray as well. I saw him post the foam photos the other day. So uh, yeah, it, he said sometimes I do foam, and I've I never knew he did that. Probably I, more intense cleans and stuff. I thought he was kind when of anti foam when you really have to lift off dirt. One well, and you have a lot, and you you don't want to go through a hundred towels. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I know Tim McNair never uses water no so no. so what is give me the brand names what does kevin use uh, what do you, so what do like you guys the use? chemical guys makes a chemical waterless guys waterless yeah waterless car wash you buy and concentrate it, oh you concentrate and you put it in a spray and bottle and you put it in the spray bottles and you with just like, take it with microfiber I forget what the mix is like one to four one to six or something you know it's like one part chemical guys one and six parts water and you just go along the car spraying it spray and then and wiping then, it with and your you, microfiber and then you, do, and then you yeah, throw you a, the microfiber away you do a pass you do a couple passes of the areas yeah. and then you go over it again and wipe it off and and yeah and you throw the microfiber away yeah or don't wash it. it you can wash I it can't, I can't that works for a black car you think do you think that, yeah. that that's crazy how does it like I just can't I don't know if I could trust it I'm with it. you Art I'm it's totally so with you I know crazy, I feel the same way but like that's what sense. that's what all the guys that's what Tim McNair does too he Absolutely. doesn't use water Absolutely. well he doesn't he, Tim we even asked what Tim McNair doesn't use water but he always polishes the car after so that's like a whole other thing you know like so like because I remember but I don't I, think he's he wouldn't he wouldn't do that if it's fucking up the paint he well, doesn't want up but like he doesn't like want to damage the paint or scratch it but it's always he, but like haze right like so he like that's what I even asked about about swirls and he's like well I'm, I'm detailing the car so he's always like buffing yeah. that out right so it's a yeah, whole other gonna layer get that stuff regardless what do you mean regardless regardless of how you wash it you're gonna get that I, I guess so, right? I mean, I, I just feel like yeah. water like lifts it off with the soap, and whereas well, like this but maybe, stuff has yeah, a chemical. I guess that's, I guess I mean, that's what it does. They, yeah. The way they explain it is it has basically it works the same way, but even better because it has a chemical thing that lifts it off oh, and it creates like a, a layer in between the dirt gotcha. and the, the finish. Yeah, yeah, that I makes mean, sense. It's just really hard to get my head around. I mean, yeah. when a car's yeah. really dirty, I, I I can't see a reason why you wouldn't want to spray it down. But I'm totally with you. The reason I guess he that's doesn't the do key, it, right? It's like it's they're not. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say the reason that Tim, who we're talking about, who's been on the podcast, he's dealing with cars that are louvered, uh, obviously way before any rust proofing and stuff, and water is gonna get into every crack and crevice that he doesn't want that to happen. So yeah. right, that's one reason. Our yeah. friend uh, Jono drove up in his six seventy five McLaren. L six seventy five LT McLaren, and looking at that thing, if you spray that thing with a hose, water is getting everywhere, dude. It's like it's getting into the engine compartment, onto the plexiglass underneath. You know, it's splashing onto the, onto the plexi. What happens like, to the rain? It gets like that. Yeah. You don't drive them in the rain because you know it's that kind of car. It's like one of those, and and the rear is just everything's open, like everywhere. Yeah. You yeah. Don't, wouldn't even want to use water on that thing, like. You'd want to like before you use water. You'd want to go with like plastic bags and put it over everything. Jesus. You know. Uh, so two things I was gonna mention. So I think that's why he was saying don't let it get too dirty, and that's why Brian's asking about maintenance, right? Because like I think with this with this waterless stuff, if you just stay on top of it and it doesn't yeah. really get super crusty, you're not damaging your paint, right? You're getting it to lift off the dust and a little yeah. bit of dirt, and you can wipe it off and just don't use the same towel over it, like you know. Yeah, and just that do makes it sense, like yeah. every few days yeah. and yeah. just go and over I, it. And and the, and the other one is the ceramic coating thing, right? Like if you do ceramic coating on your car, then a lot of that stuff just just literally like wipes right off, right? Or, yeah, or, or and makes it's, it a it's stronger than you know. You're not going to scratch it with the the dirt, right? Yeah, it doesn't stick to it, right? Also, but by the way, on this topic, uh, the other day I parked under a cherry tree, and it dropped a ton of these little freaking bits all over our uh, uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee, which is white. And I notice it, and then it's like, fuck, like, I don't know what the deal is, if that's going to really stain or what, but I didn't want to leave it and have it be a real issue. And so I thought it was just a hood. I go and look, and it's like on every top surface. And I had to scrub this, and it's like with my fingernail kind of getting it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I spend like 
you know, 30 minutes messing with this, probably more. Uh, it's like getting dark and everything. I uh, just want to take care of it before it got too bad. And something clicked in me where I was like, I was just spot cleaning, trying to get these things off so we could like go to bedtime and that, that, just get get it done. But I had the sensation where I was like, oh, you know, I had the soapy sponge. I was spraying it off a bit. And I was like, dude, I just want to, I kind of want to just clean this thing right now. Did you do it? No, I had to oh. do bedtime, dude. <laughs> <At> bedtime. <laughs> it was uh, it was like basically night, right? Yeah. Uh, and so it would have been a kind of a bad time. I would have had a head have a headlamp and everything, and I wouldn't be yeah, able to yeah, see yeah. right. But I just had I I swear I've like never really had that feeling before. Where it's like, oh man, like there's dirt right here. I just want to clean that off, dude. That's <laughs> cr- well. I, I'll tell you what. You do get into a groove though, right? Uh, like because like I I've been in a yeah, position I where ima- I, I can kind of see it. Yeah, I always have quick detail spray, and so like I'll start one panel and then you're like oh shit this one's really clean now and that one's dusty and then you do the door and then next thing you know you're around the whole fucking car right like it's you just kind of go end up doing yeah. the whole thing um but yeah i i actually back to the ceramic coating thing i'm definitely gonna hit up kevin um you know c- uh, next time around because i'm thinking you know I, I really like black cars like aesthetically, but I really don't like maintaining the paint. And like, you know, there I've, I've seen a few right now that I'm looking at and like I could totally see myself just rocking it and doing the ceramic coat and like just talk about that experience, you know, like because it's a it's it's like what you're describing too. like it wouldn't have stuck as much to a ceramic coating. Right. Like that. Like that's the whole thing. It's like it's very slick. Right. So like you can easily yeah. just wipe that shit off. It's so nice. Yeah, I get. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, when that stuff first came out, I was pretty anti it, the ceramic. But I think it. I mean, I guess it works. You know, <laughs> I, I remember. So. I remember having to color sand through a car that just got ceramic coated. Jeez. And it was definitely like a little tougher to get through to the paint. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a literally like a painted on coating it's just one of those things like is it snake how much of a snake oil is it right like so that's i've seen some things that were um like ceramic coated wheels that Hmm. you can just air pressure so good that that's what i want i want to do that on the wheels amazing and wheels seems like a key point and you're not going to have that like where the brake dust is like pitting into your actual paint and stuff like that yeah Angry Bird GTI says, no question, but wanted to say we're going in tomorrow afternoon to have our daughter, soon to be a member of the Dadding While Awesome Club. See you all on the other side. Congratulations, Chris. You are awesome. Yeah, congrats, uh, Chris. Everything's going to change. That's when everything changed. And it sounds like Chris will have some free time uh, not going to work, I imagine. So if you have any Audi Volkswagen questions, hit up Angry Bird GTI. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be bored. Uh, No, that's, that's awesome. Give it uh, give it three weeks before you uh, freak out. You'll get into a groove. That's my only advice. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to say it doesn't get fun until like a year, so just hang on. <laughs> I don't I'm just even talk about fun. I'm just saying like don't die. <laughs> don't, die. Yeah. don't run away. Don't yeah. run away. Give it Give it three weeks. All right. Alex Stadel. Alex Stradale. Yeah, he changed his what name. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't, I don't like it. Alex Stadel says, does owning several versions of the same make and model give depth of ownership or limit you as an enthusiast? For example, owning a 944, a 944S, and a 944 Turbo versus a 944, an E30, and an RX-7. It's a good question. So are you... That's that's tough. So you're obviously going to be an expert in that model, or not an expert, model, but you're going to yeah. be way more versed and know yeah. a lot of differences in how they they drive. But they're all the same model. Who does mm-hmm. that? No one. Does a lot of people. That. Do. A lot of people do that. Tons of people do Especially that. in the Porsche world or Volkswagen or yeah. I mean, yeah. There's yeah. They're all a Mark II, a Mark II GTI, yes, a Mark II Golf, a Mark II Jetta, and yep. you know, there's or or there's all the people that own a 997 or a, a G body, a seventies, nine eleven, Yeah. A, another, an S an E for a sure. SC. That's slightly sure different that. though. than he's listed nine, three, nine forty fours. Yeah. Right. Three, nine eleven. I just named five, nine elevens. No, nine forty four being like a single generation. Like I think if you no, go that's not a single generation, different. What do you mean? Cause it an, could be a, a, a new early nine forty four, an S an S two, a turbo. I mean, but it's like the same basic chassis. You can say so that's the, the same basic chassis too. I, an early 911, very different than a G body. Mm, not really, dude. Totally different. Okay, they're not though. 
I mean, basic. Dude, I think that's a big difference between owning three 944s and 911s that cross like the full air cooled spectrum. It's like a def- different experience. I, but, I, I mean, this is a small point to argue. I don't agree because, I mean, the difference between like a 2.5 944 and a like a three liter naturally aspirated dual over at cam 944 is the same difference between, a, you know, a 73 911 and a, a 78 911 SC. You're still, I mean, you're using the basic same chassis on the 911. You're using the same suspension. It's all all the same. It's all crossover shit. Anyways, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not buying it, but we can agree to disagree. I mean, uh, yeah. but I don't. There's... I don't actually know anybody who's. I I know. I think there are plenty of examples of people who own the different generations of Porsches, like you're describing. But there's. Also... I don't know anybody in, except for the case where you're buying cars as like parts cars, which is a very obvious thing. Like you but... have a 944, you get a parts car 944, then you have two. But think you about could people, easily get three. People have collections of like I know someone who has a collection of 50s Cadillacs. Yeah. They're all pretty fucking similar. One's a convertible, one's yeah. a coupe, one's a four-door. Yeah, there's people that own E30 cab and E30 coupe right. and M3, E30 M3. But he and, only owns Cadillacs. He has yeah. a warehouse full of pristine, amazing Cadillacs. Don't get me wrong. I love every one of them. But he's got the only wagon, and he's got you know two Coupe de Vils. Yeah, or only Porsches. Like, Dude, why? I, I don't understand that, really. I mean, yeah. I get having a few of those, and then you'd also want to kind of diversify. But Art, do you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, I, I I think he's just saying, you know, of course you're limiting yourself, right? Like, that's the main question here. It's like, you know, you want to go out and, and actually experience other things what i would what i would do in this scenario is actually try to find sort of contemporary rivals and build out that three car quiver or whatever and like i think that's a super rad way to like see sort of this the variations on the same theme right like you you get the you know i'm thinking like early 90s japanese sports cars right or even if you're talking 80s like 944 rx7 uh you know, fucking, I don't know, uh, Nissan uh, Turbo, or what is it, Z Turbo or something, right? Like, um, I just, I'm not a, I'm not into the whole idea of just kind of committing all in on something like that. I mean, even if it's all one brand, it's kind of, it's, I don't know, like, I, I definitely like to mix it up, but I'm, and I'm, and I'm saying this coming from, you know, um, having a, a mostly all BMWs in my household for a while, you know, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's the main question, right? He's asking, is it really limiting from, a, like, a, an experience perspective yeah, i think and, it's and, definitely limited and that absolutely is right but i also <laughs> think it's easier said than done kind of because i think if you have one car you kind of you kind of like that car and you're not necessarily intrigued by the 300 zx turbo or the you know whatever you know it's like the rx7 maybe you almost you almost have that niche filled so i could see going somewhere else and getting something completely different but um, yeah, I think that's a fair. The point. cross competitors would be hard for me because I feel like you pick your favorite, and then it's like I everything, everything else. Like, same, why do you yeah. need to pick a second? You know, and then I. But I think that's for for us a, uh, a car monogamous than like an art. You know. Yeah. Uh, but then I could see like when you're like, say you have a E30, it's like maybe don't buy the 740. You buy the Mercedes you know, S class. Mm-hmm. But if you're into that brand, I don't know. It's hard. It's easier said than done. Right. Cause yeah. you're, you're in that world and you, your desire is to have maybe have the 740. I not the, the, the Mercedes and your aesthetic is for that brand and everything. So, um, okay. Yeah. I think we're on, we're on board there, but I think, uh, I think all of us here have had a lot of different things. Yeah. I've never part. owned the same car, I don't think. So, like two of the same car. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I have. I've definitely owned a lot of nine forty fours, but yeah, yeah. Uh, and nine fourteens. But you haven't owned them at the same time. No, right. You've kind of had gaps between yeah, those yeah. things and yeah. come back around. Uh, PFM California says I've been following a number of competitors on the Peking to Paris rally, and it has me pining for a rally that's tougher. Would the group consider an all or close to all a dirt event i i'm with you i really like the peking to paris stuff what I, the things i've been seeing it looks amazing and that's not really surprising doing the mongolia stuff across these 
picturesque landscapes. Have you? Did you guys watch that uh, second to last uh, Grand Tour episode where they did the Mongolian? Mm-hmm. Um, they they put together that. I know uh, I watched it, but I don't there was remember. an airdrop where they had to put together the the vehicle, yeah, and then yeah. they had to get out of Mongolia. Yeah. Obviously, it's all fake, but um, yeah, unbelievable. And they made scenery. all these dumb decisions, like, oh, let's just go straight through there. And but the that place is so beautiful, and yep. uh, it, it's bigger than you know Western Europe, and there's one city basically. So is Mongolia where uh, what's his name from Evo Magazine went in the Tessarossa? No, he went down to Africa, Morocco. Was, oh, it was Morocco. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, to, to like the Sahara, I think. Okay. He went um, to that hotel out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm talking about Harry Metcalf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that. He went south to Africa. Um, but the Peking to Paris rally goes through Mongolia, and yeah, it it's looks, just all dirt roads and these like expansive valleys, rolling like hills, way under, uh, lakes under and it. rivers, and, and and they're just setting up camp in the middle of nowhere. Of course, it looks amazing. It looks amazing. But to answer John's question, that kind of doesn't exist. It does. But you could do no, not back in the states. Stuff. It does, but not we, not high speed like having like that kind of oh, road. I mean, no, there's, the, you can't link, definitely. There's tons. You of can't that shit. link together all dirt like that. It's no, no, like no, gnarly think, off-roading shit. Yeah, I was just going to say, you can do it. You can for sure do it. And there's BLM land and roads and fire roads all through the Sierras and I agree Nevada and everything. This, yeah. But yeah. the vehicle that you'd want to do that with has to be pretty rugged. But that's what I'm saying. It's not the same as that where like you can just, it's expansive and you can drive it at speeds. So and part stuff of it like is, that. but the difference here part is Part of it, but wait, a lot no, of I'm it. I'm sorry. What, what are you saying, Lane? That I'm saying not- that... It's more like you have to do some crawling and some no, climbing. Could, there's and stuff definitely like that. routes that you could do. Where it's like gra- Nevada, Nevada freaking uh, yeah. fire roads. But the thing is, like yeah, fire roads, like it's, crazy. You're basically this this rally that they're Wyoming. doing starts in a huge city and it goes through towns and and roads and roads and then you go through dirt for days and weeks and then you go back through highways and towns and stuff. So yeah, you can do that kind of thing. But if you wanted to go to BLM land and go on these fire roads, you can do it. But the car that you'd want to do that with, I yeah. think you would have to be pretty rugged. Like yeah. Safari 911, sure. Um, like Subaru or something like more Ford modern. Ford Festiva. And, right. Something We're just more missing rugged. everybody. So Coastal Range Rally is a thing. Nobody's car, save for one or two, would work for this type it would, of thing. It would work, but you would be like, oh, shit, slow down, slow down. Crunch, yeah. crunch, crunch, crunch. Yeah, yeah. And then you'd keep going. Well, you'd probably fuck up your car. Right. Yeah. It would be rugged. Like, yeah. you'd, you wouldn't have a great time. I um, but you could build cars. We love this idea, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We're just missing a 12-pack of Ford Festivas with dirt tires on them. Yeah. Or a um, Geo Tracker with a rally You can't go wheels. Tracker, though. You can't go. You have to do a car. Lowered Tracker with the Nobbies? With Dayton's? If you lower it, then you you may be you may be squeaking Nobby by Dayton's. Nobby Thirteens. That's yeah. the name of this podcast. Um, yeah, Nobby Thirteens. But everybody would have to buy another car. I think that it's in the cards for DWI. We're gonna do this eventually. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think it'll I come. won't go, but I don't think cool. it's Lane, gonna be. Lane doesn't have to come. It's but not gonna be it. right away. That's no, 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 gonna no. be many years in advance. But I already look at these roads. I mean, there's just in the I just see alone. like the smoking tire did did a, you know a couple of videos on those. Yeah, yeah on doing right. that stuff. Exactly. It's like cars that we would not take, and it's not high speed. Right. It's not like you guys are saying. Like I'm saying, like it's not. But there's you can't a lot. go at speed. It's like very like. Oh shit! This well, is yeah, a gnarly lane. You've got to admit that, that it's you, like you come to a fucking. You're opening. talking about a specific spot in Oregon that they went to or whatever. Yeah, they're yeah. looking There's, for these places, maybe that are no. They were going on that. They're doing a two day trip, and they're going on those the BLM lands. Yeah, and they're doing the trails, and yeah. it's like there's there's four by four like routes, off road stuff, and then there's like full blown because they did lakes. the one out there in like Arizona or whatever, and they did the Oregon one. Yeah, I mean, um, are you separate. talking about uh, all, trails, cars to all cars go to heaven? All cars go to heaven. One and two. There's, so Brian, yeah. how long? So you, the the, the, the Broha thing, how long was that? Like how many miles of just dirt? Like because you were hauling ass the whole time. It looked like. Yeah, that's kind of different because that's like that was like full deep sand and whoops and everything and uh, like normal cars would not survive that uh, either. But I mean, that was a full day of driving. Fuck, I don't know mileage wise. You know how I am with trivia. Full day though, was, right? So I mean, yeah, it was a full like, day. Yeah, and that's a and then you loop it back, right? So that's a two day thing. I mean, so I I think you know something like that could have worked. Well, right, we did one. We did, you guys big, looping? we did one big loop. Yeah, that was all day. One lap. Oh, one it was lap. one. Gotcha. One loop lap. 
But I mean, you know, we've done, you know, if you go out into the desert, like uh, we've done some camping trips out, not the Black Rock Desert, but up by there. And it's like you take these fire roads out to these, uh, you know, giant dry lake beds and there are fingers, uh, trails that go everywhere. None of it's rock crawling unless you want it to be. You can definitely find that. But then, you know, it's gravel double that all over, all over Nevada yeah. and all over, you know, like there's uh, Connors reporting from Wyoming or Montana, wherever oh, he lives. Well, and it's yeah, like you get freaking dirt loose. roads everywhere. Dude, Utah, Arizona, yeah. Colorado. Like I mean, there are um, insane roads. Like some of the, like I saw a video that Ken Block did where he was testing his new Ford Raptor. Yeah. The freaking roads that he was driving like an hour or two from his little compound. Yeah. Were so insane. I mean, I've looked at rally routes for the Southwest and I've yeah. come across full state highways and I'm following the road and looking yeah. at it like that looks cool. That looks cool. And it's fucking dirt for 50 miles and it's a state highway. <laughs> what? Yeah. And so Dude, those things is, exist. Yeah, like they're well maintained. Stuff. Yeah. They have like, you know, people use them all the time. And you drop into these zones and it's all of a sudden endless looking from the map, yes. looking down. It's like, if this road is awesome, like look at all these fingers that are designated exactly the same class. Right. And it's everywhere. And like, just go to Mendocino. Yeah. And look at all the dirt roads, like in oh, the yeah, Mendocino yeah. Forest area. Well, Marble Mountains and Trinity and all that. That's yeah. Stuff, we used to use them all the time, and they were usually pretty good. I mean, we were on mopeds and little motorcycles, and there wasn't <laughs> what. Yeah, it wasn't like a awesome. tough tough thing to do. Yeah, um, I'm trying to find it's, it's the just, uh, like, like the Oregon Trail rally, like uh, the road, like the the route like that they took because it's it was all gravel and it looked pretty rad i mean it, there were some yeah. jumps and shit like that but i mean it's definitely doable at speed i think and it was right. you know long enough but um i don't know yeah i don't know enough i mean obviously you spent a lot more time looking at the maps but it seems like yeah you can link stuff up like that without having it to uh be kind of like just ridiculous obstacles well, i think you I mean, would I, yeah, I have a I, feeling that that like you know pharaoh when he did that movie he did that on purpose because he wanted to prove yeah. that toyota previa can go over a fucking you know a wall or whatever you know and like they were just doing silly shit so but like i i mean i can see how you would be able to link some stuff up and maybe occasionally get on some on some pavement and then go if need be to yeah. cross over to yeah, another yeah. section but exactly um i think yeah just finding those roads too is a little trickier because most of it's geared towards um, for four by four, like oh, for I mean, you probably yeah, go. Like rock I mean, it's like what's probably going right? yeah, gambler, it's, and it's probably, gambler. Yeah, probably ninety percent of that. Yeah, is it's like all the totally gambler. Totally fine. Car then you get to like crazy stuff. That you but a lot of the there is sections that are gnarly. Oh, no, for the sure. Thing. Like, yeah, I, th I feel like you're hitting stuff every. But here's the thing: he's looking for a tougher rally. Yeah, know, but that's what cool. he's gonna take his Lamborghini on it. I mean, come on, yeah, he's dude. got that nine, uh, the nine twenty four. Yeah, exactly. Nine twenty four could be a great one. Yeah, put some knobbies on it. We've actually had him. Oh wait, yeah, we, we, we had, had the one. We yeah. had one. Joe Polo sixty eight says, "I don't understand Art's hang up with front wheel drive. You're going to own the car for like two to six months top. <laughs> good point, Joe. <laughs> yeah, that is a good point. Not like you're going to suffer any agony for years. Yeah. That being said, buy my Peugeot. Ha ha ha. Trademark. <laughs> ha ha ha." <laughs> Uh, his that car is a good point, dude. His car is enticing for sure. So, what answer? is your answer, Art? Um, I think I you... think I just need to be able to drive a rear-wheel drive think, car or something else during this. I think he's just convinced back, himself. No, that... no, no. It comes back to the Buick Regal thing: is that you don't want as a car person, a car guy, you think you're better than front-wheel drive. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. And not necessarily. Uh, not, no, I think I think uh, there are great front-wheel drive cars, and they can be really sporty and everything. Um, here's here's one aspect of it that I will definitely admit to, and it's kind of maybe that is that yeah. it it actually it's uh it kind of limits you as a driver. Like I I like to drive the most challenging arrangements and like keep me like like sharp, right? And like if you if you learn how to drive a front-wheel drive car really well, it's it's relatively safe, right? It's like it's very like forgiving. And, um, and so like, I want to stay on top of my game, I feel like in a weird way. And so that's why I want to be able, like, as long as I have access to other cars and I can continue driving rear wheel drive cars or mid engine cars, like I'll, I'll feel comfortable, but like, I don't want to get complacent and be like, okay, like I can just drive this like front wheel drive thing. But, it, but, well, but you have an also true with all wheel yeah, drive. Yeah. You have an all wheel drive right now. That's even more. Yeah. More of that. Yeah. What's your say that? you know but well, and stuff. well well you can't do that with a uh, with front wheel drive either but um the you thing is that throttle and front oh, wheel no, drive lift, oh, you oh i thought you said i thought on i thought you said on throttle sorry um i definitely can get the ass end out on on, on my car with off throttle um but 
the thing is, it's 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 a different sensation of like ripping out of corners and how you put the power down and like all wheel drive is a but totally different thing. This argument yeah, is you're valid. Sa- I mean, that's a, yeah. that's, but, a, that's the same. You're argument saying it's for different. Front-wheel drive, but I see but what you're saying. Like, but in terms of like actual like uh, keeping you on your toes, what you're talking about, right? In terms yeah. of like a driving experience, for sure. That it's it's definitely a thing uh and it it more than anything and i think it's obvious it's some weird neuroses than anything right it's like there really isn't a real excuse here (laughs) especially if it's gonna be a short-term car right because uh uh, like in reality like um there is a there's also the the type of driving experience that i like and i prefer like like on power like rotation like like and tail out like tail out antics or like i really like that and like so i mean you can you can do lift off you can do other shit with front wheel drive but like in reality it's just like something that i should do i and um and i I your last your last two cars have been all-wheel drive they have been i do like all-wheel drive cars a lot um but um the other thing is that it's just um it's like as, as long as the car doesn't have torque steer, I'm cool. Like, that that helps a lot. That helps a lot, a lot. Because torque steer fucking sucks. That's, like, such a frustrating thing. So, um, and all-wheel like drive it. cars don't have that. So, like, that's a that's another thing where... where I wish Art could have driven my GTI. He would have just... A gnarly it. torque steer? It was the gnarliest torque oh, steer. Oh, but it smelled bad, too. What? Gassy and everything. Like, oh, no. High performance. <laughs> high performance <laughs> smell. But, uh, you know, I mean, I think I think like some a car like that, like Joe's car, which I actually really like, um, is a, is a great one because it's very low torque. It's very li- linear power delivery. Right. Like it's supposed to be way okay, up. Now you're, it, com- it, you're completely but, losing me, dude. You, we're well, talking about the Peugeot. Yeah, that's what he's telling me to buy. Like, cause dude, he's tra- no, he's tra- well, I know that. But why you would be g- going toward that doesn't make any sense. You're talking about these super fine details of driving experience. Then you're going to switch to like a sporty sedan. Yeah, it's like not like it's a sport- not. Not as good right? as like, like a Civic SI. Or yeah, something. like that. Your I logic actually, is all over the place. I really, I actually really like the MI16 for its quirkiness and weirdness, but also it is like renowned for being one of the best front-wheel drive handling cars. So it's like it's actually a very good example of of it's like of, a Type of, R. Of, not a type. I mean, that's like the pinnacle, right? I mean, but it's it's up there. So I mean, it, it's talked about in the same kind of wheelhouse as like a an SER, right? A B13 SER, or even I mean, it's, or even an Integra, right? Like it actually is that good, right? It's it's a, it's basically like a longer wheelbase, uh, two hundred five. Um, what is it? Uh, the GTI, right? So I mean, it's 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 a pretty rad setup. Um, but I I also just. You know, I'm not saying that I'm buying his car. I'm just saying it is a cool car, and I, I like that it it's something different. That it's it's something unique. It's more interesting than just a Honda, so to speak. Um, but that being said, yes, CRXs in particular are so on my fucking radar right now, and I kind of want one again, um, especially just because of. I mean, talk about uh, smiles per dollar, right? I mean, like those things are so much fucking fun in a different way, and like, and they're pretty cheap, but. Um, I don't know. I, I'm well. Just it, Art, know that we will accept you. You don't have to. You don't have to restrict. You don't have to restrict yourself. You Art, you're still cool. You're, you're still, still cool. cool. You, yeah. You you may feel this, and you may be putting these limits on yourself, but us here and all the listeners, we're not. We don't. Care. And I, I think you almost. I think you should experience a front wheel drive car as like an adult, because I feel like yeah. You know, you had all these cars, but you had them as like, you know, a teenager slash college. And it's like going back to that. I think it would be a re- like a nice refreshment course or, or refresher course. Sure. Uh, Refreshments uh, are good I like too. Refreshments I like a too, good yeah. Coke. Or you can get refreshments too. too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm down. I'm down. I, I, um, I'm being. I'm being. Uh, little by little. I'm. I'm. Um, what's the word? I'm. I'm breaking in. No, breaking down. Maybe. It's also because the uh, his bank account has shrunk. So absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Much more desirable. Absolutely. Well, absolutely. I think yeah. we should. We should thank Joe for bringing up this great point that yes, you don't keep them very long anyways. So what's the hang up? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like which, for some reason we never discuss that point before i don't I know, know why. i can never go front wheel drive for two months <laughs> yeah and then he's, he's like but he only owns cars for six months at the most like yeah. oh yeah yeah just go for it maybe he'll make some money this 71 gtv says i really love the julia as a daily but with the second kid now here it's nearly impossible to use the car with the whole family two rear-facing car seats and limited trunk space are the big factors I'm thinking about a wagon of some sort, although the issue of car seats fitting can still be a thing. 
What can you think of that might address those issues, but still be a fun driver? Ideally, no more than twenty five thousand. I'm not ready to become a regular Brian and buy a minivan. Oh, why you gotta nip that in the bud? I was about to make a comment. I mean, you throw some <laughs> throw some suspension on a Honda Odyssey that's for sale right now because our friend Kevin uh, <laughs> bought a Eurovan instead. Oh, Dodgy Van. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I just daily think driver. you just have to look at rear seat room, I guess, because a Julia's, Julia's are known. That, I mean, they have a really small back seat. That's tight. So that's really tight. Yeah, like really tight compared to a lot of the competitors. I mean, my well. my Mercedes Benz E Class wagon is tight but totally doable. Um, so an E fifty five rear facing seats. Yeah, I mean E fifty five wagon can't get a twenty five thousand dollar E fifty five, but you could definitely you get can a, get a twenty five thousand dollar E fifty five for no, sure. Not a wagon. No, not a wagon. Yeah. You can eat fifty yeah. fives all day long. What are you saying with tr- trunk space? He so. said maybe a wagon. But yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. what year? An E fifty five would can, definitely work. You can do. You can get an E fifty five, right? Like the 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 same generation as yours, Warren, oh, for twenty five. Oh, they're like twelve grand. A sedan all day long. I thought we were talking about wagons. Yeah, yeah. No, you Wag- said no, 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 no wagons. Wagon. Like a wagon. I think you can no. get one for twenty five grand of the, the, of your generation. Absolutely not. They're How much that expensive. They Forty thousand. No. What? Yes. No way. Robots bought that one. You get an E sixty three. But an E55 wagons are super rare. I feel like Joshi's was like in the 20s. Maybe super high mileage. I mean, find one, first of all. They're like, they're made so few of them. I think they made like 400. Huh. Something ridiculous. Very, very rare car. You can get an E63 wagon, uh, which is same idea. But uh, if he's not looking at a wagon, if you want a sedan, those are, like you said, I mean, you can get those for. Fifteen grand. And those are well, fun to drive all day long. Yeah, yeah, they're not that fun, but they're. they're it's, right. it's a lot of car. I mean, they do. They're. <laughs> they're like, I mean, they're not. They're, I wouldn't say it's like nimble. Or they're anything. not that fun. They're just like yeah. a big, powerful it's a, car. It's like it's, exactly it's like driving an old American muscle car, kind of. Yeah, autobahn barger yeah. is what that is. But they ride really nice. They have great seats. They're super comfortable. But again, rear seat room isn't you know full. But it size. is better than the Julia. Mm-hmm. That's a really hard one to to spec though something that's going to fit the entire family and your stuff and be fun to drive i mean how about like an x5m or a panamera gts yeah. or, i mean sorry a, a, a yeah. cayenne gts Cayenne. Yeah. ml63 you could ah, 25 grand you're not going to get that though that's going to be tough um cayenne might be worth looking into yeah mm-hmm. but it's a gts I manual mean, v8 fun to drive i mean it's definitely cool yeah, they're pretty fun. I mean, they're You're not in a Julia sense, though. No, right? nothing's. Yeah, I mean, he, I think he's well, he kind of. He's he, he just doesn't want to go full I mean, minivan. It's probably around the Julia. Yeah, he doesn't have a quadrifolia or anything. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's probably way. It's way faster than his car. Totally. So, look, a, look at a W211, which is like my wagon, but a, a 500 Sport wagon. That's a pretty badass car. I mean, that's fun, though. I mean, what do you want? It's it's not gonna like you said. It's got to have room and and once again, his Julia is the base model one. It's not the fucking sports one. Okay, so it's yeah, not like pretty crazy. Fun. It's not like pretty crazy. Fun, like pretty badass wide tires, good brakes, a lot of power. I mean, great interior. I don't know. That, I would say just consider that Cayenne would be a good one. Does a does a roof box help solve this? <laughs> no, not really. What Throw a put, couple what? strollers up there. I mean, I that's the like big a, thing, right? A stroller is like what takes up the trunk space. Yeah, it wouldn't little hurt, roof box. Yeah, I'm still on the. I'll good. do like a like a 2009, like the facelifted GTS manual. You can get that for under 25, and that's a super rad car. I mean, they they're yeah. It's like one of the best handling SUVs, right? It sounds killer. Yeah. It's got yeah. a manual. If, you if got you plenty of space. Yeah, low mileage, naturally aspirated. Yeah, they're kind of they're harder to find now, especially they're they've been used. So yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a good one. It is a hard one, though. I mean, it's really uh, hard. Uh, to fit a rear-facing car seat in anything. I mean, it's like you really want an extended wheelbase S-Class, or yeah, you know, that's like, why I'm going with these. Like an ML63 is like a badass fucking SUV. Well, but and I think it's worth talking it. about. But you almost how want long the GL gonna, or something like the bigger one. You know, yeah, how you long are you going to be in right? that range? So two years is like the time when they say you can flip them around. <laughs> We're yeah. still doing uh, rear facing and, you know, we're well past two years just because in our Jeep, we don't have to worry too much about the leg room. Um, but I mean, you know, if you can get by for two years, then you're good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think you're, that's a good way to look at it. 
Uh, Wagonista says, I'm currently having the ABC suspension deleted from my W220 AMG, and I feel like I'm either a big idiot or a genius. Which one is it? So he's got like a 2005 or something. Uh, S, I'm guessing it's an S55. Um, so let's see. If you're, what is he doing? He's taking the ABC out of the car. Oh, yeah, I don't sure. think I don't think you can be a big idiot either way on this. Well, I've, I driven, guess. I've driven cars that have been converted to steel springs on, totally on an ABC car, and it's kind of terrible. Really? Oh, yeah. really? Why? It bounces oh. around. The rebound is terrible. What? But that... What did they use? Like, did they use not an appropriate? No, they use good stuff. But <laughs> then, why would it bounce around like terrible? It I seems... mean, the car with ABC is kind of amazing. So... I understand that, but a normal car isn't t- terrible. So, like, why is that terrible? I don't know because it's so heavy. Maybe it's very heavy. Yeah. But wait, I'm, but I mean... wait. I think I get what Lane's asking. Like, the, that ABC was an option, right? Like, I'm why, saying that's an why, option. Like, why right. would that be hor- terrible? I don't know. It, it just it, rode, it rode like... weird. It was so. This was in an SL, which comes standard with ABC, yeah. and. Without ABC, it felt very strange. It huh. it rode. What did you know? What combo they used, or like I did they say it change? Was Bilstein's. It was a Bilstein setup. Hmm. I I would just have a hard time like buying that. I'm telling you from my experience. No, I'm just I'm saying you don't know what uh, what was there actually. Well, done. no, that's what I'm saying is like I don't know what he's putting in it either. Yeah. But I'm just saying that it did ride weird, and I can tell you that coming from someone like Tom who owns three ABC equipped cars he would fight to the death to tell you to keep it ABC because he talks about the system can we just say ABC is active body control or something did we already say that no active body control yeah so for those not used you know aware of that it will it's like hydraulic it compensates for like if you're going around a turn it lifts up the outside uh, side of the car if you're like brake squat is eliminated acceleration squat even crosswind all that stuff it, it keeps the car perfectly level, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so, but, and, and, and on top of that, it's not even a performance thing. It's really a comfort and like really it's more luxury It's thing. not performance at all. Yeah. yeah. So you're not leaning you can, over. You're just you like, can, in, yeah, right? I guess yeah. my argument would be that like there's, uh, I mean, there's uh, 20s and 20s of cars out there that weigh that much and and totally. have normal suspension yeah and they work totally fine so i don't see a downside in it if you get the right spring rates and the right shock shocks and everything um it seems like a a no-brainer if you have to have, spend that eight eight thousand dollar bill or yeah. you're gonna spend two thousand dollars to convert it you know that's why i said coming from someone like our friend tom who he's not concerned with the budgetary thing he wants the car to be right and so for me though, I would be in this same camp. I would be looking at what it takes to convert it, what what options are there, how does it ride, you know, all that stuff. And, and so it, then if if oh go ahead, Art. Oh, I was just gonna say yeah. So the the main issue here is that um well first of all I'm guessing that this ABC already has failed. So the option is either to rebuild it or replace it, right? Like that's one thing going on yeah. here. And also just in general these are known to not necessarily be problematic but they seem like to need rebuilding within they a have certain a shelf life yeah, yeah like what is the yeah. interval like 60,000 or something yeah yep yeah, which so is then, pretty uh, gnarly yeah. dude when it's like a maybe even less depending on how you drive it and so. it's what 8 to 10 grand I think Tom was saying yeah like 10 yeah it's cool. but he also said it's pretty good pretty good I like I it I like it but Tom that's gnarlier than I thought 8 to 10 Every sixty thousand, yeah, that's more. I thought that these cars were running up like one hundred and fifty thousand plus miles, and that's when they're failing. And if you were to do this eight thousand dollars service, you could potentially get another one hundred fifty thousand miles out of that suspension. That's not to mention all the fluid leaks that you would be dealing with in that time frame. I remember seeing like the Range Rovers and stuff that would at eighty thousand miles, they've been rebuilt like three times. You know. Like and they don't have ABC, but you know the hydraulic yeah. suspension that they have, and all the other ones too, the Mercedes totally. and the Porsches and all this oh, stuff. Oh, sweet! I, so I, like, I, I'd well, love since, to see some real data. So, so hey, here we, that's exactly where I'm at right now. So, just, just in some remote, I did a little search. I, I typed in uh, ABC suspension service life, and uh, there's this exact thread on Mercedes Benz World. It's a forum, and they did a poll. 
and uh, people w- w- that had had failures within specific ranges, and the range is under fifty thousand, and it goes all the way to eighty plus, and only ten percent of people had a failure under fifty thousand miles, and forty two percent had a failure above eighty, but only ten percent had a failure between seventy and eighty thousand miles. So um, it seems like it's it's really you know eighty probably I'm guessing closer to a hundred thousand that this thing's failing, um, but. Yeah. There's it a seems full like range they would have, right? Yeah, they would. They should have done another notch above that. I mean, it'd be nice to know over 120 or whatever, right, just to really right. narrow it down. And I, yeah, because yeah, it is it, yeah it's how such, it's driven it be anything, right? Yeah, yeah, rough like, roads and who knows. But yeah. yeah, so I would go this direction. I mean, that that sounds pretty awesome. But a good working ABC system is pretty fucking awesome. I mean, there's a reason it was kind of revolutionary, but. And if you can get a car with busted ABC for what, like two grand, two grand, two grand yeah. you put eight into it, so you're ten in, and you can get another hundred thousand miles out of that. Or you put two into it, and you can get a forever out of it. Right. And you have the same car. Yeah. Or yeah, not forever, but a long time. But you know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I know a lot of the like arts M5, you know, self-leveling rear suspension, they would convert that as well. Yeah. And all the 190 Cosworths. Right. It's like, you just, it was great when it was new or under warranty and it was a really cool idea, but, um, obviously not like a super long lasting. And then thing. the Lexus like Ruben has. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's you know, like it's not only German cars, you know, like, it's all yeah, those cars. Adjustable yeah. height too. Yeah. Dude, the the SLS on my car, like it was it was functional, which is actually pretty rare in itself uh, because it had been rebuilt at one point. But uh, it's crazy that there's only one person in the world that rebuilds them now. Like they're they're ops, like so they're, no one else works on them, and it's one guy in Poland. And you have to ship your shocks to Poland, and then you get some new ones in, or rebuilt ones in six weeks. And he actually upgrades them, so they you know they're gonna they last longer. He changes the the internal pieces, and 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 every M5 owner that I've known that, that I've met I'll ask about the SLS and, and whether or not uh, they've sent theirs in and half of them have actually done it which is kind of funny like everyone knows of the guy in Poland that's your only option Crazy. otherwise it's replacing it as you said just retrofitting it with uh, you know the uh, standard suspension well on that note I think that's a podcast word to word. your mother alright we'll see you next time bye later bye All right, you're still cool.